0: Happy lunchtime. I'm speaking to you over lunch, so uh, we will try and keep this uh, interesting. So thanks to the introduction. I'm John Watson from Adobe, and I wanted to spend uh, 20 minutes of your time uh, just talking through some of our thoughts on two things, really. One is the importance of experience, how experience is becoming a, you know, critical part of business success. And then secondly, related to the previous topic, uh, how AI is playing an increasingly important role in that. So um, I think it's fair to say we all know that we're going through an unprecedented period of change right now in terms of cultural, technological, uh, political landscape. And it's becoming increasingly hard for us to, as businesses, agencies, companies, individuals, uh, thrive and survive in that world. And I think the biggest change that we've all seen really is the, the way in which the consumer expectation has changed phenomenally, even in the last two years, if not the last five years. It's no longer good enough to produce an excellent product or service. It's more about persuading individuals that you have the best experience. And really, experience is, is becoming king. Um, Couple of examples from my own you know, personal uh, uh, life. Um, there's a bank in the UK called Monzo. Uh, on Tuesday, I downloaded their app onto my smartphone. Uh, I signed up for a bank account. I had to scan my passport. I had to video my face on the app. Yesterday, I got my bank card. Uh, with the app fully enabled and my banking fully working, no multiple pieces of paper, no PIN number in the post, no card held up in transit. It all happened within 48 hours. They are radically changing, or an example of a financial services business that is radically changing the experience. Now, I don't know about you and I'm probably going to reveal my age, but the last time I tried to open a bank account was about 25 years ago, and I I, um, agreed that I would never open one again because it was so painful. And so I think, you know, when you look at this, um, and I kind of did it casually, I haven't changed my old bank account. It used to be, you know, you changed banks and that was a big decision. Now you can open up multiple bank accounts, and the decision-making process has less friction, and the cost of switching has less friction. In fact, now on this account, I can just press a button, and it will take all of my direct debits over from my existing bank account and close that account and transfer everything over. So it's a lot easier, and the experience is a lot more, you know, a lot more um, uh, improved than it has been. My second kind of example is the way in which Amazon Love them or loathe them has changed the expectation on consumers. I am the guy now that goes into Amazon. The first thing I do is I check the prime box because I'm interested in anything that can be delivered within the next 24 hours. I get next day delivery. I live in London. So that becomes my decision-making criteria now, speed of delivery. I would never have thought about that five years ago. That is the filter that I now use. And the second filter that I've highlighted here as well is customer review, peer reviews, what are people are saying. And there's a whole swathe of excellent products. You know, this is iPhone charger cables. There's thousands of them. Some of them well-engineered, some of them aren't. They will all get lost because the filter I put is around an experience, and that experience tends to be delivery. So it's shifting the way, even me as a uh, digital tourist, shall I say, uh, is now interacting with brands and making my decisions. So, you know, at Adobe, we firmly believe that we're seeing now this experienced business wave. Companies that will thrive and survive put experience at the heart of what they do. We've talked for many years of being the customer is king, but this is a fundamental shift in the way in which you deliver products and services. So yeah, how do you define an experienced business? How do you know if you're you know, one of these companies that is going to be around for the next five to 10 years? Well, we have four basic things that, that we think about. And it's the way in which customers see you as a brand. So if your customers say this of you, then you are really delivering truly outstanding experiences. The first is that the customer can say to you that you know me so that you understand my personal uh, requirements, you understand me as an individual, and you are tailoring your uh, services to me as an individual. We all want an individual, personalized relationship now with brands. And the second part on this first sentence is, and respect me. With technology, we're able to do wondrous, amazing things at the click of the button. And just because you can, as a brand, doesn't mean you should. There's all sorts of things we can do to communicate with customers on a minute-by-minute, second-by-second basis. Doesn't make it a great experience. So not only do you understand them, you also respect them in terms of the interaction they want, what channel they want to work with you on. Maybe they want all their information over email. Maybe it's social. Maybe it's call center. Doesn't matter. It's know me and respect me. The second thing uh, that you um, will know if you're an experienced business is if your customer can serve you, I speak in one voice. You don't get a different experience online, through the call center, in the store, whatever it may be. That brand understands you no matter what touch point you have with the brand. You have an omni-channel experience. The third is you make technology transparent. So you don't expose that technology to say, oh, well, you need to download our app or do this or do that. You make that transparent. The customer is not even aware of the technology. I'll give you an example. I went into a famous mobile phone uh, operator in the UK. And I kid you not, I was trying to upgrade my account. And they said to me, oh, sorry, we can't upgrade you because you're on Siebel, and we've just moved to Microsoft Dynamics, right? And so I'm like. I work in the tech industry, I know what that means, but why are you telling me this? I don't care if I'm on my accounts on Siebel and you haven't ported or whatever it may be. You make technology transparent. The customer shouldn't care. And in fact, what they said is, you'll have to come back, our systems haven't been upgraded, we can't do it, you'll have to phone, wait for three days or something like that. Technology was really interrupting the experience. And the final thing, it's not good enough now to deliver a, you know, an amazing service. You've got to exceed expectations. And I'll give you one example later on. You really have to delight and entertain your customer or your consumer. It's not good enough to do things in a timely, efficient manner. We've got to you know, d- deliver these things that you know, are amazing, and uh, intriguing, and exciting, and unexpected. Unexpected in a positive way, of course. And there's no doubt that to fuel the uh, experience business, uh, intelligence is king. And it's not just about data and information. It's about using that intelligence. We really are living in an AI-powered world. Why? Because you can't do this at scale through manual or you know, traditional technology. You need smart technology that allows you to build this experience to tens hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of customers. If you're a financial services institution trying to service millions of retail consumers, you can't do this without the use of some smart technology. So what I want to do is just talk a bit, bit about that. Um, you know, we're seeing the rise of you know, many different AI-powered interfaces. And there's no doubt that that is changing the way in which we interact with our brands, whether that's personal assistant whether that's intelligent thermostats, whether that's uh, phones that recognize your face, whether that's robots that help now in the manufacturing process. But we believe that the role of AI has the ability to change the creative, and uh, personal experience that consumers have beyond sort of automating simple simple tasks. It's about delivering immersive experiences. It's about giving experiences that your consumers will consume and enjoy and be entertained by. It's about delivering this hyper-personalization, We talk about delivering that personal experience in milliseconds, real time, as your consumers interact with your brands. And it's about delivering those real-time insights so you can drive those actions using AI-powered technology. Now, when we talk about AI, often the man in the street believes that any introduction of technology is going to dehumanize the experience, right? We're now just going to be serviced by these automated bots that provide no personal touch, don't we understand us? And actually, what we found is that technology actually has the opportunity to humanize the experience. And we did some research with Goldsmiths University in the UK around what those dimensions were when we looked at the application of VR, AR, wearables, IoT devices, and of course, artificial intelligence, which I'm going to talk about. And what we found is that. The future of experience actually is technology powered, and it is about delivering a humanized experience. And we found that there are basically five rules that define amazing experiences in the way that you deploy technology, and specifically AI. I'm going to go through each of these now and and give you a bit more detail. The first is empathy. Um, And when you're trying to build a relationship with a customer, if you're a brand or a service provider, it's really about building that trust um, in uh, your, your service and your brand, acting responsibly, showing respect, knowing the individual. And actually, what we found when we um, surveyed um, um, over 10,000 consumers is that they defined a great experience as something that is meaningful, personal, and straightforward. And AI is an amazing t- uh, ability to drive this at scale, as I mentioned. Secondly is serendipity. Um, the, the kind of pleasure of finding things that weren't expected. And the next generation of AI really is helping consumers uh, discover things they never would have thought of before. So the recommendation engine world, you know, if you bought Harry Potter's, you know, the first book, then you're going to buy the second book, the third book, the fourth book, is kind of going away because that is, you know, kind of circling around, you know, a set of recommendations. And actually what defined a great experience is... 64% of uh, consumers that we surveyed said that new and expected things were the things that contributed to an amazing uh, experience, and that creativity and discovery was all part of that. And I'll give um, you know, two examples from, from my personal experience. This is an offline example, but think about automating this in terms of delivering a service. This is um, a, a, a service called Stack. Stack is committed to showcasing the best in small scale publishers. And so it's all about showcasing great magazines and the resurgence in kind of artisan uh, publications and magazines. And I subscribe to Stack, you know, I, I think it's really interesting that printed material has a strong role still uh, in you know, the marketing mix as well as in delivering content to consumers. Uh, and what they do is they just send you a random magazine every month. It's not within a genre, it's not within IT, it's not within design. It can be anything, and believe you me, you get some weird and wonderful magazines. But I love the serendipity of that. I love discovering things that I would never would have thought of buying. And of course, it's a subscription service. You do it online, and you get this delivered every month. I think more relatable then really is uh, music services like Spotify. Um, Spotify's recommendation engine now, I find, personally, is much more geared to discovering music that I wouldn't have previously come across. So it doesn't say, you listen to the Beatles, therefore, here's the Rolling Stones. Um, You know, this is my Discover weekly list. Um, Virtually all of these bands, apart from one or maybe two, I know of. So this is just a wonderful kind of curated list of content that they deliver to me every week. And it's different to that sort of, you know, working within that set uh, bunch of recommendations. And when you speak to brands like Spotify, um, that's what they're working on, is more the serendipity of the same, same experience you have with a friend who says, hey, John, I know you like this, but try this because I'm sure you're gonna like it. It's nothing to do with, you know, the music that, that you're listening to, but I think it's a bit left field and you love it. And that's the sort of experience you want to deliver. And while I'm on Spotify, just quickly, outside of the artist engagement and all that sort of thing, I just think it's amazing that a brand like Spotify has to do these things to differentiate and increase the experience. I come from an age when you bought music on physical things and you could buy one album a month if you had the money and that sort of thing. So you could buy 10 tracks a month and you could buy maybe 100 a year. Now you have 40 million tracks at your fingertips at your disposal on any device. Yet, that's not enough for today's consumer, right? That's like, so what? I don't care I have the world's music at my fingertips. I want personal recommendations. I want to socially share this stuff. I want to see what my friends are listening. Again, the bar has been raised on something which is truly innovative and truly differentiated to deliver an even higher um, service to consumers. Um, And this is really important, serendipity is really important when we think about, you know, the the drive that we had around um, fake news and targeted content and people living within filter bubbles. What serendipity gives you the opportunity to is exist outside that filter bubble, get different opinions, different content, different music, wherever it may be. And I think that's a really important part of experiences. people want to be stimulated and challenged and given experiences. Um, I've lost count, but I think this might be the fourth area is really the opportunity with AI and, and technology is, is really around privacy. And a good digital experience actually um, is not only using technology to connect to the world, but also to disconnect from it too. And in some ways, we say that VR is the new privacy. Actually, experiences like VR deliver a very personalized, immersive experience for the individual. And there's a lot of value in terms of disconnecting from the world. It's not about being permanently connected you know, to services and products. And this is a really interesting possibility for retailers, for example, who can build retail experiences you know, through a VR world. Reciprocity, so you know, there's definitely you know, a give and take, and great AI and technology actually understands that. And again, our research showed that where you could see a clear kind of give-get, uh, a clear something in return, then consumers really value the experience. They're happy to teach a machine if it improved their personal health social services, purchasing decisions, whatever it may be. These are the areas where they see value and are prepared. I think, ourselves, the brands have to work out where that value is. We often overvalue the service we provided, we provide um, versus what the consumer thinks of it. You've really got to think about the value exchange. And then adaptability. Actually, you know, a lot of this technology is not about Getting all the um, content, understanding all the profile, the demographic information. Obviously, very pertinent in a post-GDPR world. You know, privacy. You know, is is really important. It's more about using some of the clues and behaviours to adapt the experience. So, one example in retail. You know, we've worked on you know a retail um, uh, unit where. You walk up to it. It understands your shape, size, you know, makes some you know, guesses around your kind of age and so on, and makes fashion recommendations. Approach at your peril, by the way. It can be quite disturbing. Um, but it doesn't need to know, you know all the details about me, my purchase history, where I live, and so on. It adapts the experience as I come up based on understanding you know, some, some sort of non-private information. So those are kind of the five areas that we saw you know, got great uh, response from, uh, uh, from respondents, and really, I think, set the rules of engagement uh, for, for AI. Empathy, serendipity, privacy, adaptability, and reciprocity. Um, from our perspective, we're making a big bet on AI. There are two things that we're investing heavily on. Uh, so at Adobe, we provide a range of solutions across creative, marketing, and documents. Um, one of the things you need to power this experience business and drive seamless, relevant experiences is a single view of the customer. We have an experienced system of record, which is a set of data and content that allows you to fuel and power this, uh, these personalized experiences. And underpinning it, we have Adobe Sensei, which is our AI ML framework and set of intelligent services. It's not a sort of generic... Um, AI layer that can predict the weather or cure disease. It's centered around the domains that Adobe has excelled on over the years and where we feel uh, are important to drive amazing experiences for consumers. Um, It's a big generational bet from our point of view. We're really building this out. And the three areas really are helping artists and designers use AI to unleash their creativity. It's about using AI to um, extract meaning out of content and it's about using ai to deliver those hyper personalized relevant experiences in the last millisecond and we've got hundreds of these services available across all of our solutions they they stretch from our creative products up to our kind of web analytics and content management products but really i think you know in summary you know from our perspective Amazing Experiences is underpinned by AI, and it's all about combining the art of content and the science of data. And that's it. Thank you very much.